Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode 516. Today, I am talking with you about my take on the whole niching or niching conversation that I know pretty much if you go through any sort of marketing training, you're going to be exposed to. So, for me, one of the things that I think is super, super important is making sure that you know who it is that you're talking to, making sure that you can really imagine or get to know them. So, hey, Davina. So, one of the things that we know is this. When we are in person, let's imagine for a second that you and I were about to sit down and have a cup of coffee together. Yes, in person. We've got our coffee cups, we've got our coffee or tea, depending on what floats your boat. And we're sitting in the most divine location possible. At the moment, to me, the most divine location would be sitting on the beach, not on the beach, but by the beach, where we can see the beach and see the ocean and hear the waves and, you know, oh, the salt air, oh my gosh, like that's, I can't even tell you, like, like clearly I'm in, I really, really want to get to the beach. But I want you to imagine that we're sitting there and we don't know each other, right? And we're sitting down and we've decided that we're going to, and it's just, it's a friendly thing. It's not about work. It's not about business. It's not about, it's not a discovery session. It's not a sales call. It's, it's none of that. It's just you and I starting to get to know each other. Now, how do people start to get to know each other? Well, we ask questions, right? And I, I might say to you, so, you know, tell me a bit about yourself. What do you do? Oh, wow, that's really cool. You know, what do you, uh, like, what do you do for work? What's your family like? You know, what kind of music do you listen to? What do you do on the weekend? I would be super, super curious to get to know you and you know I know that this go it goes both ways right so I would ask questions and then you'd ask questions and we'd find common ground and then when you find common ground what happens it's like explosions start to fly right you start to get into rapport so rapport is created when two or more people are on the same wavelength, we're talking each other's language. What happens anatomically is, and actually physically, is it's like our breathing ends up when we're in sync. You might find that the color starts to raise through your, like you start to flush a little bit. And this is, it doesn't matter whether it's male, female, 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 male, male, doesn't matter. These, these are some of the signs of rapport. So we're in rapport where we're kind of like, oh, this is my person. You, we're not going to go down the track of like, this is not my person. You'll know that pretty soon. So we were like, oh my gosh, these are my people. Like, I feel like we could actually be friends. Like, this is really amazing. We start to uncover what each other's values are a little bit about, you know, and it, it, it might be at a surface level initially, but the more you talk, the more you get to learn more about people and, and the more you end up in rapport and things like that. So when you're marketing, this is the kind of thing that you want to create with people. You want to, people want to feel like they're heard, like they're understood, like you get them, like you are their people, right? That's the goal. So niching, there's a big misconception out there that when we niche or niche, we're about to cut off maybe 75% of the population. 
Now, I've, I've got to let you know that yes, you might. Now, I know that I can help men, women, uh, non-binary people, people had, I don't, it doesn't matter how you identify or who you identify as or what as or anything like that. Doesn't matter. I know that if, if you've got an, an issue with marketing, you need to get yourself out there. I absolutely know I can help you, whether you're corporate, whether you're a solo business, whether you've got a big practice, whether you're an author, whatever. But if I was to try and go to market, and, and go, okay, well, I can help this person and this person and this person and this person in this industry and this industry and this industry and this industry and this industry. What happens, and I know that you guys have probably felt like this, where you, you show up to do your marketing, you open up your computer and you're like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, inspiration. I need to write some marketing copy. And you're like, okay, I'm ready. And it can feel like it's not coming. Or you're thinking about the program that you're wanting to sell. Right, So we get into, okay, I have to sell this program, so I have to write like this. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but the problem with, with going at it from that track, hi, Jeanette, is that you don't end up in rapport with the people and you just end up trying to sell something. Now, I know we all need to make sales. We're all in business. If you're not making sales, you're, you're either in a charity, but even charities make money. And if you're, if you're not making sales, you, you're having a hobby business, or maybe you're just doing it for shits and giggles. And, and you know, if that's your jam, then that's totally fine. But people who have got a business need to make sales. In order to make sales, you need to do marketing, right? And, and in order for your marketing to work, you need to know who you're talking to. So before you can even start to sell something, you've got to do the marketing first. And if the marketing message is not right, then you're not going to make any sales, right? So the, the order in which you need to do things is actually get clear on, you know, what you want, who you like to work with, get clear on them so that you can then get your marketing right so that when it comes to making offers, the marketing and the sales almost takes care of itself. You still have to ask for money. I can't, I can't coach you around asking for money. You have to ask for money. But you've got to have the things in order, done in the right order, otherwise things don't work. And then you think it's about you, but it's not, right? It's just that the marketing's not been right. So what I wanted to do today is to share with you, I write about it in Into the Spotlight and in my other book, Visible. It's all about making sure that you know who you're talking to first. Now, the other thing that I wanted to just remind you of is that in this instance, it's actually perfectly okay and excellent, in fact, if you are being incredibly selfish. Now, let me clarify this because a lot of people will say, oh, but I can help everybody. Oh, but what about those people? Or what about the people that can't afford it? Or what about the people who, who really need it but don't have financial capacity? You guys, if you're marketing to people, if you've got those people in your mind who can't afford it, you've got them in your mind and you're writing your marketing copy, guess what kinds of people are going to respond to that? You, I can hear you nodding. Yes, 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 exactly. The people who are going to respond to that are the people most likely who don't have the money who can't afford it. If you're writing to people who are stressed, overwhelmed, tired, frustrated, feeling like they're broke and broken, and if you're putting that in through your marketing copy, guess who you're going to attract in? You are going to attract all of those people in. 
Now, I'm not saying that they don't need help, but you need to look after what's going on underneath your financial roof your and your financial household. You need to look after that first. So you want your marketing to be, uh, uh, sorry, when you're creating this ideal client, I call them your hot cold clients. When you're building out this hot cold client activity, you've got to make sure that you are coming at it from a place of people who have financial capacity, who need what you've got to offer, and, and people who are going to like you. All right, so when you're doing your hot cold client activity, you're going, okay, so these people have got a household income of $250,000, for example, right? Now, or, or a quarter of a million dollars, or two and a half million dollars a year, or whatever it happens to be. Just because people who have money, like people who have money still have problems. People who have no money have problems, but people who have money still have problems, and they have more financial capacity to pay you for you to do the work that you're here to do. Now, to talk into the, oh, but what about the people that can't afford it? Here's the beautiful thing. When you know who you're talking to and you know who you serve and you go and build marketing and content around those people, the people who, the, the people who will pay you obviously will find the money. They will budget the money. They will come up with the money. They'll borrow the money. They'll use their credit card. They will pay you. They will, they will quickly make those decisions to work with you. The ones that can't can absorb and learn from you in all of the, through all of the other marketing that you're putting out there. So for instance, like my, with my stuff, I know that not everybody can afford me and that's okay. You know, I, 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 can't, I, I, I can't run a business and look after my financial household by giving all of my stuff away for free. I just, I can't financially do that. So what I do is I've got my, my paid programs for the people that have financial capacity or find a way to pay and all of my other stuff, like my Facebook live streams, all the free stuff that I've got on my website, everything else that I put out there, I look as like my charity work. So I don't hold back right? If, if there are things that you need to know and things that, you, that you've got to do, I'll tell you. And then some people will want more help and have financial capacity to, to invest. Other people don't, and that's okay. They will still get results from my stuff. I remember having a message from someone, uh, a, a woman who ran a cleaning business going back a couple of years ago. She sent me a message saying, oh my God, Nicola, I have been through all of your free stuff I've added quarter of a million dollars to my business. Now I need to pay you. How can you help me? And she went, she came into a mastermind that I was running at the time. So if you're, if you're going out there offering solutions to people and identifying problems, which we're going to talk about in a second, then what happens is that people are actually able to get results in advance of working with you. And that's kind of like your charity work. That is how you help the people that can't afford your paid service or your high-end thing or your high-ticket thing or to come to your event or to buy your program or your course or whatever it is that you're putting out there, whatever it is that you're offering. So that's that. So how do we get to that point? Well, the first thing you need to do is to sit there and, and, do, and spend some time, invest the time in doing this work. It will form the solid foundation of everything that you do for probably the next 18 months to two years. You've got to get in the zone of who these people are. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to imagine the best, most 
awesome client that you have ever had right? Imagine the best, most awesome client. If you haven't had a client yet, then imagine who that might be. And it might even be someone like yourself, maybe a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, right? And I want you to imagine that they're sitting behind your computer, for example, right? And you sit there and I want you to go, all right, well, who are they? Are they male, female, non-binary? What are they, like, how do they identify? What are their problems? Are they married? Are they single? Do they have children? Where do they live? What kind of car do they drive? And then that kind of gets through that first layer. And then what I want you to do is start thinking about all of the areas of their life. Do not at this point think about what you're going to sell them. That comes later. Right? We're not going to think about what you're selling them. We're only thinking about who these people are. So some of the categories that you might like to think about and consider are what are the problems or stress points or challenges that they have in these different areas? So in their business or career, in their lifestyle, do they have fun? You know, what problems do they have around fun? I remember being asked in 2013, so Nicola, what do you do for fun? And I'm like, I'm growing my business. My business is fun. I don't have time for fun. What do you mean? I'm, you know, my husband was out of the house for six months of the year. My uh, kids were all under 10. It was crazy times. And I was just like, I don't have time for fun. I think I go and have it. I used to, what I said, oh, I go and have a massage maybe once a year. That's pretty fun. But other than that, I don't have time for fun. I didn't allocate time for fun, most importantly. And I didn't, I, I lost so much. I completely lost touch with who I was, with who I am back then. That when I, when they said to me, so like if you had all the time in the world and you could do anything for fun, what would you do? And I was like, I, I don't even know. Like what does, what do people do? For, what do people even do for fun these days? I've got my kids, I've got my husband, you know, we, I, I play with my children and they're like, no, no, like, what do you do for fun, like for yourself? I'm like, I learn stuff about marketing. I, I, I learn, I educate myself. I, you know, that's what I do. And they said, do you read? I'm like, of course I read. I read business books. And they're like, no, no, no. But what about like for leisure? And I'm like, there is no leisure. <laughs> like what leisure? So that kind of an area might be something that's appropriate for you guys as well with your hot cold clients. Like, do they have fun? Do they remember what fun is? Do they spend the time or did, have they spent time, you know, cultivating and creating that? It's a big problem for a lot of people. So what problems do they have around their health? What, 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 what is their self-talk? You know, it's really fascinating that when you, you know, we were talking about creating rapport earlier on, when you are putting marketing copy out there, so copy, copywriting is writing words, stories, uh, marketing material that creates an emotional response. So we're watching the block at the moment. And, and the brief from what the, the judges have said is that what they want is they want to create, they want to feel an emotional response when they walk into a room. So it's like, you know, when you've ever been to a home, a home inspection and you walk in and you're like, 
I can imagine myself living here. And immediately you put yourself and your furniture in, in the space or you're like, I don't want them to sell any of the furniture. I want to buy it fully furnished. You know, that's creating an emotional connection with, with that house, with that home. You make it a home in an instant. We need your marketing to do that. We need your marketing to create an emotional response. And going out there saying, oh, I've got this eight-week course. It's really badass. You should totally buy it is not creating an emotional response in people. That's you dictating to them what it is that they need before you've even built any rapport, right? So it, it's, you're likely to find that your sales will fall flat. You know, if I say to you, my book into the spotlight is 260 odd pages and it tells you everything you need to know about marketing, what do you fucking do? Like, you don't care. If we start talking about the problems that maybe your courses aren't selling and it makes you feel like perhaps everybody else can do it and why can't you? You know, if we think about the self-talk, what's wrong with me? You know, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Perhaps everybody else is is able to do this and, and I'm just not, I'm not qualified enough. I'm not sexy enough. I'm not photogenic enough. I'm not worthy Um I don't have enough followers. I don't have enough fans. You know, blah, 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 blah. I haven't been, I don't have the experience. Whatever the self-talk is that's going on in, in people's heads, if you can identify that and say, hey, you do know enough. I've got your back. You know, I know that you can do this. This book will help you to, to get there. Then it's a different thing than saying my book's awesome. You should buy it, which I mean, it is awesome and you should buy it, but that's not the, the point of this. So we need to create an emotional response in people. And the best way that you can do that is by understanding what's going on for them in the back of their heads. So the more clear you can be on that, the more powerful your marketing is going to be. Now, we talked before about the process is, well, you've got to know you, you've got to have like you sorted. Then you need to really know who they are. And then you've got to spend some time actually getting into there, almost like becoming that person or becoming the person that you used to be so that you can create marketing that talks to the old version of you. And then we get into the sales conversations, right? Which is a completely different topic, which we're not going to get into today. But the cool thing, when you start to know, all right, these are the problems that my people have, is that you can then start to create solutions for them. And, and we do this through your live streams, through your marketing, through your blogs, through your video blogs, through, through everything that you're doing. If you can help people take some steps and get results in advance before they've even worked with you, before they even pay you a red cent, it helps them to see that, that you are someone that they can trust, right? Or that they, they like you. And if they don't, then that's totally fine. But here's the thing, you guys. Where everybody thinks that, or not everybody thinks, but many, many people think, oh, I, I don't only want to market to women because I'm going to cut off a whole segment of the population. I'm going to cut off half of the population. Yeah, you know what, you might, and that's fine. Or you might decide, I only really want to work with female authors. Okay, brilliant. But what if you've got a male author that comes along? Or what if you've got this person who's in a service-based business or, or owns a franchise or whatever? It doesn't mean that you can't help them. You could choose to if you want, but it means that what you put out there is going to be so specific that that person will feel like you really get them. And then from there, when you start filtering all of your marketing through and you start working on your positioning, and then you can start becoming seen as an industry leader, 
things start to get like they they kind of explode out exponentially in a really really good way right your reputation grows a lot faster your sales grow a lot quicker no matter how desperate you're feeling when you've got that stuff happening everything happens so much faster because these people are like oh yeah i get it i get you i'm so totally and shut up and take my money how can i pay you please help me please 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 right so that's really important the other really interesting thing is that when people think about cutting out half of their their market what they're forgetting is that you don't need a huge group of people to create a really big financial impact in your business if you can sell things to people and generate on average six thousand dollars per sale per year which is not very much money it's only 500 bucks a month right if you can have people paying you $500 a month, then all you need is 83 people a year out of the whole entire world and you will make half a million dollars. 83 people paying you $6,000 a year will get you half a million dollars a year in revenue. So you don't need to help all of the people. You don't need to serve men, women, children, non-binary, pets, like plants. You know, you, you don't you don't have to serve everyone, right? You can be really specific. You can look after your financial household first and let all of that other free stuff that you're putting out there serve and help deeply serve and deeply help the people who are out there that can't afford to pay you that six grand over the course of that year. I trust that that makes sense. So it's really important because a lot of the time we think, oh my God, like I don't wanna be cutting out half my market, but actually it's gonna make your marketing so much more succinct, so much more powerful, so much more on point that you'll, you'll see the results flow a hell of a lot quicker. And it's not actually cutting out half your market, it's just you working with the, the people who are more optimized to you, right? The people who you can create really fast, quick and sustainable rapport with. So that is what I wanted to talk to you about today. So the categories that you want to think about are uh, business and career, money, uh, soul, health, uh, fun. What else have we got? Family and social. Like if you work on those big kind of like these, these, these big categories first, think about all the problems that people have in those areas, all the goals, the dreams and the desires they have in all of those areas. Get really specific about your audience that you really want to work with and it just makes everything easier for you. So that is what I wanted to talk with you about today. If you have any questions on it, please, for the love of all things holy, let me know. I would love to answer them for you. But in the meanwhile, this will help you to get out there, go help some people, and of course, to have fun doing it. And the best thing that I heard yesterday was that somebody said, oh my God, I can see that I can be me in my marketing. And I think that is the best gift that you can ever gift to yourself is, is the, the power, the ability, and the permission for you to be you in all areas of your life and in all areas of your world because people will buy from you because of who you are, not only because of what it is that you do. So my friends, on that note, I am going to love you and leave you. If you need more help with this, we have got Visible Live coming up on the 4th and the 5th of December. So only a few weeks away, it is very exciting. If you head to nicolamorass.com.au, you will find the links to Visible Live on there. All right, you guys, have an amazing day and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow.